If you guys love the podcast, you want to get the audible version of my new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, at capitalistbook.com. A user named just Jay on Amazon said this in a review, a four-hour work week for 2019. He goes on to say, I bought this book because I read somewhere that it was like a four-hour work week of 2019, and it absolutely delivered. The book delivered on both big ideas and has specific actionable templates, including unredacted and minimally redacted emails. This book is not chock full of self-promotion or useless platitudes, but is broken down into four key rules explained in solid detail and with specific and often amusing anecdotes. Reading this really got my wheels and my head turning of how to be resourceful, which many say is the ultimate trait of a successful entrepreneur. My favorite of the four rules is blank. You have to go read the review to find out. But guys, thanks for supporting me on the podcast. I hope you go grab the book on Audible today at capitalistbook.com. Founded this company back in 2015, uh, really an ad kind of server model. They've now scaled this to 120 grand per month, looking at selling it so they can spin off and doing this unified platform approach where they already have five kind of beta testers on that, paying about two grand per month. Uh, they've got a team of 23 in a th- basically three remote locations, adding customers, uh, spending about 24 grand to acquire them, six month payback period, 10% revenue churn per year. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Declan Carney. He's a 25-year advertiser, sales, and online media veteran, starting in B2B in 1992 in New York City, and then in 1998 launched Lawyers.com for LexisNexis. He was recruited by InfoUSA to be president and uh, with sales offices in New York and London. He was then promoted by the parent company to become the SVP of SaleOps for InfoUSA with 125 sales reps and close to a billion dollars in gross revenue. He continued on and on today. He's focused on his current uh, his current venture called PubVan. Vantage.com, which we'll jump into today. Declan, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. What is PubVantage and what's the business model? How do you make money? So PubVantage was really begun as a way to uh, pick up a piece of business that DFP, now known as Ad Manager, wasn't doing very efficiently. Uh, DFP is very good at direct campaigns and programmatic campaigns. What they weren't good at is helping uh, publishers monetize their remnant space using ad tags. It's a problematic space that uh, deals with a lot of uh, tags that are called passback tags, and it's very inefficient. What we created was a universal passback tag that allowed publishers to handle 5, 10, 20 different demand partners very easily and monetize that remnant space in a much more competitive manner. And that's really the, the space we went into. We also work with large ad networks who also use ad tags as their main source of revenue. And we are far more efficient uh, in handling those type of tags than a DFP or any other ad server that's out there. Now, Declan, I'm going to like you way more if this is a pure software play versus you sitting in the middle and taking some kind of ad tax. So what's the what's the business model? Which one are you? We're, we're a SaaS model. We're there we a- go. <laughs> 
So we don't want to be involved in taking picking money out of anybody's pocket. We want to help them earn as much as possible and make it as efficient as possible. So we want to help um, publishers more efficiently use their uh, ad teams so that they're spending time talking to humans rather than working with technology. So our system is very much plug and play. Yep. So give us a sense here, a publisher that might work with you. I know you probably have many different cohorts and types of customers, but on average, what would they pay per year for this? So you'd be looking at, so it's, it's a volume-based play. So we charge on a CPM cost per thousand. Uh, it's generally about a penny per thousand on the amount of requests they run through our system. So depending on the size of the publisher, they could be spending $10,000 a month or as little as a few thousand dollars a month uh, to operate it. So it's purely how much they use the system. And it's a very, it's a uh, self-service. We help them set campaigns up, but after that, they're able to run the whole system by themselves. But to call and tell me kind of what your target is. Is it kind of in that four or five grand per month kind of range? It's a good kind of customer yeah, for you? That's the main, our mainstay of customers is folks who are paying for 4,000, I guess would be the average amount for a client a month. Okay. And then we can divide, would you say 0.1 or 0.01 into that to kind of get what that equates to in terms of CPM yeah. or, or impressions and going through the system? It's 0.1, but the volume, yeah. yeah. The volume in a month. So, you know, around somewhere around 100 million requests a month is the average. Yeah. Now looking at your bio, you should be on a yacht somewhere going up and down, you know, the British Isles, enjoying life, not throwing your hat back into it and, and competing again. Why, why do this? Why is it exciting? Um, well, it's, it's the thrill of building something from nothing. So you start off with an idea, and, and it's an idea that my partner, uh, Greg Freeman, is very much part of, of bringing to realization. So he's the tech genius. Uh, we have a tr- Canadian office. He works out of there. He and his team, we also have a development team in Hanoi. So he and the team, um, you know, we come up with the ideas, and then they bring it home for us. Uh, is what we what we're doing. We're actually in the process of splitting the company in two, and we're selling the ad server portion of the business off. And we're going to be focusing in on uh, what we're calling a new company. We're spinning off called All One, which is unified reporting. And reporting is one of the biggest issues in the ad space and outside of the ad space because you're dealing with multiple vendors, and they're all sending you reports, all in different formats, all with different headings. Um, and somebody on, on a, an ad team is trying to pull all that data together and make sense of it, figure out how much money you made yesterday, where did it come from, where are you losing money, where are you losing money on your marketing dollars, and all of that requires really in-depth reporting. Right now, it's a very manual process where people are pulling data from multiple sources. Um, uh, what we do is we automate the, the collection of all of that data through either emails, through API connections, through uh, automated logins and download of the data. And then our system provides the tools to format all that data into one single database where they can run multiple automated reports. So data was taken hours and hours to get, uh, can be instantly uh, brought from a raw data to an actual actionable uh, piece of information. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I want to dive more into this in a second, but put this on a put this on a timeline first. What year did you launch the company? So we launched the beginning of 2015, uh, and we've grown the uh, company steadily on the ad serving side of the business since then. Um, and now we're really sort of splitting off all one. All one is a, at a beginning. Uh, it's really unified reporting just now, and it's at the beginning. So we only have five clients on that at the moment, but we see is this. That, Declan, is that the $4,000 per month thing or is that the ad? 
clients are paying an average uh, right now uh, of $2,000 a month uh, because we're using uh, some of our smaller clients to test and make sure everything is working, which now we are 100% confident. We think the average for that will be somewhere in the $6,000 a month. Um, and again, it's a pure SaaS play. We help you set it up and then it's all for yep. you and your team are running it. Just because it hasn't split yet, let's still focus on the combined entity. Um, you know, you launched it, I, sorry, I think you just said you launched it in 2015 and then you've scaled it today. How many folks do you have using the platform on a paid basis? Uh, we have right now we have 30 clients using it on a paid basis. Okay. And what's your team look like? Uh, and where are they based? Uh, four folks here in Hoboken. We have four in Canada and then we have a development team of 15 in, uh, in Vietnam. So what is it like 23 total, something like that? Correct. That's great. Now, obviously at that price point, you can, you can kind of do the inside sales model. And I mean, can I take those 30 customers times that average monthly price of four grand and assume you guys are what doing about 120 grand a month, something like that? Correct. And what's the growth look like on that a year ago? Where were you at? So um, we're about 30% year over year growth from last year to this year. Okay, that's not bad. So maybe September 2017, which was a year ago, you were doing about 90 grand a month, something like that. Correct. And was most of that growth coming from expanding customers already paying you or adding new customers over the past 12 months? And really, it's it, we don't have a... Decon, sorry, we spoke over each other. Which one is it coming from? So it's adding new customers. It's because... Once people are up and running, unless their business is growing, um, and most publishers are running a fairly steady amount of traffic, so we need to grow, we need to add additional customers. Yep, and you've bootstrapped or raised? Uh, bootstrapped, 100%. That's great, okay, so let's move forward to the split. So you're splitting the company, so you're essentially selling off this $120,000 a month revenue stream, you're launching a new one, which you have five customers on, paying two grand a month. Um, how, how, how did you go about kind of selling the, the, you know, this old part of the company, the ad server side? Um, so we've engaged a, a brokerage company uh, who are uh, out there. Uh, well, we're, we're actually deep into discussions with a couple of potential buyers at the moment. So um, the process has been fairly recent. It's been a two month process at the moment. Mm-hmm. And what are you hoping? I mean, what would be, you know, a dream for you in order you know, to sell this at what valuation? Uh, unfortunately, I can't talk about that uh, right now well, because we're, we're deep into it. Well, uh, you know, don't, don't talk, sorry, don't talk about your, don't talk about decline. Don't talk about your deal. Talk about the space. The space is, uh, you're looking at with a SaaS technology, um, depending on how innovative your technology is, you're looking at anywhere from a low of three X to a, um, to a high of a very high of 10 X, but you'd really have to have very cutting new technology, which we believe uh, unified reporting will be mm-hmm. um, because of what it's bringing to the table. Well, that's the new one you're building that you're not selling. So the, the ad serving technology would be on the, the lower end of that, although what we have is very unique and is not duplicated by anybody else in the industry. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Look, if you're doing 120 grand a month, that's obviously about 1.4 million bucks per year. And on the low end at a 3X, that's, you know, 4 million. But obviously, you know, if you do it right and you get a bidding war or you have some unique technology and get much, you know, a little bit higher than that. So that's great. Now that money, when you sell that, um, will you kind of plow that into the new company? Or are you guys? Exactly, yeah, we're, we're taking that money to, uh, to give us additional working capital to expand the sales and marketing team and also to add some additional technology. But really most of it will go into sales and marketing. We have a pretty solid technology team right now. We, we will add more people to it. We have some additional products that we want to add that we see uh, potential to automate even more of the process. Um, add net, 
ad management right now and all right across the board from ad agencies to publishers to ad network is still a very manual process and a lot of even though you you hear a lot about programmatic buying there's still people in there moving things around and we really see that as a waste of human capital we think we we can really automate 90% of what folks are doing today which is this rote work they do every day uh, to maintain profitability we think we can do it 24/7 uh, with smart machine learning. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the product. We've had a lot of ad tech folks on like Bill Wise at Media Ocean. They all talk about the same problem. So to- totally see the value there. Talk to me about, about growth again on the current product. Obviously, you haven't sold it yet, but you grew it to about 30 folks. Well, how are you acquiring customers and fully weighted? What were you paying to acquire them? Um, well, it's a lot of our is word of mouth putting out in contacts within the industry. Um, and we have one uh, sales, uh, our business development person who's out there beating the bushes for it. Um, but generally it's going to conferences, talking to our, our early networks. We don't have a big marketing team around uh, the product um, because it's it's a hard product to explain to people. You really need to come into contact with them, which is very different for unified reporting. Uh, because most people, when they think of an ad server, they think of displacement sales. Nobody's giving up ad manager, formerly DFP. Uh, but we're not asking them to do that. What we're doing is supplementing their DFP and turning a part of their business that's inefficient inside of DFP into a very efficient uh, revenue generator. Yeah, no, again, I understand the product. I'm just curious, for, you know, you have a sales team, so that obviously goes into your fully weighted CAC. You have, I'm sure, other onboarding expenses. What is your fully weighted CAC for a new $4,000 a month customer? Um, we probably, it takes us about a year to make, uh, six months to make profit on them uh, based upon, you know, our expenditure on, trade shows and our staff. And so I'd say six months to actually begin turning them into a profitable customer. That's great. So six month payback period at a $4,000 a month price point means you're totally willing to spend about 24 grand to acquire one of those new customers. That's great. That's healthy. And you mentioned the team. You guys are, you guys are pretty, it sounds like in three remote, different remote locations. How'd you get this set up? I mean, why that setup? Why that structure? Uh, well, a part of it was was just inherited by the nature of where the business was founded. Greg has been in Canada. He's an Australian guy. He's lived in Canada for eight years. We met in one of my previous companies. He's a, a, a incredible technology uh, and I just saw an opportunity to create a company with him. I wasn't willing to move to Canada and he wasn't willing to move to here. So consequently, we started the business um, with him there and me here. So and then building the, uh, he had had experience working with folks in Vietnam. The culture is really good there. Um, and it's very entrepreneurial. Uh, so people think out of the box inside of the Vietnamese culture. So it's a good place to build it. He had a team that he knew there and we built our own office and rented the space and hired the folks out there. Greg actually lived in Canada for eight months. So I lived in Vietnam rather months. Very cool. To build the team over there. Well, look, we are, we are out of time, but I want to get one last question in here. When people look at buying this, you know, company, they're going to go, is it truly a SaaS company or is it too dependent on volume, right? Basically the CPM model you mentioned. So talk to me about your, your revenue churn. What does your revenue churn look like today? So it is truly a SaaS model in that it's, it's purely, it's all our own proprietary IP, uh, revenue churn, uh, you know, we we're losing about 10% of clients who go back to DFP, uh, that we bring on. So, uh, you know, it's not for everybody. No product. Yeah, that's, for sorry to call that's annually. Annually. Yeah. So it's 10% revenue churn per year. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's not too bad. Very good. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, 
off the top of my head, I can't think of one. I wish I know you were going to throw me With one. With all like, those books behind you, you don't have one off the top of your head? <laughs> no, I don't. All right, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Okay. Uh, well, at the... Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, you, you caught me in a blank at the moment. I, I'm really not. Well, Sorry. hey, by the way, one honest answer is I don't. I, that's why I don't send these out beforehand because then people pick what's hot or what's new or what they think people yeah. want to hear. So if you don't follow anyone, you don't follow anyone. Number number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Uh, well, where I mean, for us, um, Skype has been unbelievable because of its ability to have video conferences. Our customers are from all over the world, and. To, you cannot have a personal touch over the phone. With, being able to do Skype video conferencing has been huge because it, it creates that ability for have a face-to-face with somebody who's in Israel or somebody who's in England. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, I usually get six. Okay, that's good. good. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Married, three kids, um, and uh, very happy. That's great. And Decline, how old are you? Um, I'm 60, 60. Very good. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, not to sweat the small things. Guys, don't sweat the small stuff coming from Decline. Again, founded this company back in 2015, uh, really an ad kind of server model. They've now scaled this to 120 grand per month, looking at selling it so they can spin off and doing this unified platform approach where they already have five kind of beta testers on that, paying about two grand per month. Uh, they've got a team of 23 in a th- basically three remote locations, adding customers, uh, spending about 24 grand to acquire them, six month payback period, 10% revenue churn per year. We'll see if we can get this old, kind of the old version of the company sold, scale it up into the new one, and Declan, come on later and, uh, and give us an update. Congrats and thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks a million, Nathan. Much appreciate your time.